0: Hello, fantasy friends. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On Fantasy Baseball is brought to you today by Built Bar, a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have a bunch of great flavors. My favorites are the peanut butter, chocolate, and salted caramel, but they're all low fat, low carb, high protein, all in a convenient bar. And not only do they have peanut butter, chocolate, and salted caramel, which I love, they have a limited release of a strawberry flavor, which is so good. And they're doing this in conjunction uh, with Breast Cancer Research. So you get 12% off your order through October 12th. And they have partnered with Barbells for Boobs, Breast Cancer Angels, Huntsman Cancer Institute, and Living Beyond Breast Cancer. Built will match your donation to the organizations listed above up to $50 per order. Plus, 100% of the proteins from the Built Breast Cancer Awareness Hoodie will go to these organizations to help support breast cancer patients, and their families. There's a breast cancer awareness hoodie for 1995 at BuiltBar.com. And that's BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON to save 12% off your next order and enjoy the best protein bar on the planet. So the playoffs are starting to, to roll now, and we've got the Braves, Dodgers, and Astros all advancing to the League Championship Series, sending the Marlins, Padres, and A's home. The Marlins... Well, they were outscored in the series with Atlanta 18 to 5. It was a bit of a bonus for Miami to reach this round really, uh but as a team, they hit 170 with a 464 OPS against Atlanta. And that's not going to do it against anyone, let alone a stacked Braves lineup. Uh, Brian Anderson uh, was 4 for 10 in the series and he was pretty much the only Marlin, uh who had any kind of success and he was over 4 in game 3. Uh the pitching, though, wasn't bad uh, for Miami. Alcantara uh, and Sanchez both started a couple of games in the playoffs. And Sanchez uh, ran into some control issues and got hit a bit in, in Game 3 against Atlanta. But overall, uh, the Marlins pitching gave them a chance. So this is not really something to build on. You know, maybe they can go get some bats in the offseason to support this emerging young pitching. And maybe they could take another step forward next season. The Padres, they were in a different spot playoffs. Their top two starters, Dino Lament and Mike Clevenger, were hurt late in the regular season. Uh, and Clevenger tried to go uh, in the division series, but lasted all of one inning. Uh, and then you have Zach Davies and Chris Paddock. They ran, ran into some problems. Uh, but overall, the Padres took a massive step forward this season, and their young stars not only gained playoff experience, but they had some success. Fernando Tatis Jr. hit a couple of home runs and had an 11.26 OPS. Jake Cronenworth was 7-for-18, hitting 389 with a 1208 OPS. At the same time, the Padres had some bats go cold uh, at exactly the wrong time in the postseason. Austin Nola hit 118, had a 379 OPS. Trent Grisham was 3-for-22, hitting 136. Eric Hosmer, 160 average, 505 OPS. And even Manny Machado, who did have a couple of home runs, but he overall he hit 154 with a 570 OPS. Um, but... You know, despite, you know, a few hiccups there, mostly encouraging signs for the Padres this season. Uh, Certainly expectations will be much higher uh, in 2021. And the final team uh, to get eliminated uh, on Thursday, uh, the Oakland A's get bounced by the Astros, which I'm sure doesn't sit very well with them. Uh, And the A's hit all right in the playoffs. They had a team OPS of 770 in the postseason. Uh, Marcus Semien and Chad Pinder led the offense, believe it or not. Uh, Chris Davis, who didn't have a great regular season. and Tommy Lesella, they were pretty good too. Um, Robbie Grossman, Mark Canna, Matt Olson, they struggled at the plate, but this is kind of what you get in a seven game sample. some game, some good, some bad. Um, and that's and this is how the A's end up uh, going home, but part of it was their pitching. The pitching just they didn't have enough good uh, to counteract the bad. Uh, I, I would like to note that A's closer Liam Hendricks recorded 17 outs in the playoffs. 12 of them were by strikeout, which is <laughs> that's impressive stuff. Uh, and ace of the staff, uh, Chris Bassett, yes, Chris Bassett, the ace of the ace staff, he was okay in a couple of starts, but the rest of the starting pitchers struggled. And that's uh, Jesus Lizardo, Frankie Montes, Sean Manaya, Mike Fires. None of those guys were shutting down the opposition. And, uh, you know, the A's being adequate uh, offensively uh, really wasn't good enough to make up for uh, pitching staff that couldn't keep the opponents in check. So uh, coming up next... We will take a look at Thursday's Stars and then break down Friday's game between the Yankees and Rays playing for a trip to the American League Championship Series. When you need wine at 4 p.m., sushi at 9 p.m., maybe a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m., ibuprofen at 10 a.m., Postmates it. Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver are the largest on-demand network in the United States and offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery and convenience stores, and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. No more trips to the store. You don't even have to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver anything to you. Download the app for iOS or Android for free. Browse local restaurants and businesses and track your delivery in real time. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it. Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with code Locked on. Send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Collin on Twitter. The show is at LO underscore fantasy MLB on Twitter. If you want to fire off an email, send it to locked on fantasy baseball at gmail.com. Let's try and make this more interactive, especially as we head to the offseason. I'm going to need some questions. Uh, but let's take a look now at Thursday's stars. Let's start with Houston left fielder Michael Brantley. Uh, was three for five, scored three runs, drove in three runs, had two home runs, and an 11 6 win against Oakland A's. Uh, Brantley, Hitting 346 with a 1047 OPS in the playoffs. He's been a nice DFS uh, option in, on many days. Uh, and part of that is because he doesn't necessarily hit for power. But when he delivers you two home runs uh, in that game, that's a pretty big payoff. Uh, Houston, shortstop Carlos Correa, three for four, scored a run, drove in five, uh, had a home run in that 11 6 win against Oakland. Correa is hitting 500 with a 1715 OPS. Uh, in the playoffs, he has four home runs, 12 RBIs, in six games. It's uh, For a guy who did not produce during the regular season, uh, Correa has turned it up a notch, uh, or three, in the playoffs, and the Astros are obviously much better for it. Uh, Dodgers catcher Will Smith went five for six, scored a run, drove in three in their 12-3 clinching win against San Diego. Now this, Smith was 0 for 11 in the playoffs before that eruption, and so... Uh, I guess you can't you can't look at that 0 for 11 and think that he's going to continue going that way. You don't necessarily expect the regression to all come uh, in a single game though. Uh, Los Angeles center fielder Cody Bellinger was two for five, scored a run, had three RBIs in that 12-3 win. Uh, Bellinger has hits in all five playoff games. He's hitting 316 with a 960 OPS, uh, and that's you know productive. And you know pair that with his uh, home run robbing catch in. Uh, in Game 2 against San Diego, and you're getting a really nice uh, postseason performance from Bellinger after what was generally a disappointing regular season, given the expectations uh, coming into 2020. Uh, Oakland center fielder Ramon Laureano, speaking of disappointing seasons, uh, was 2-for-4, scored two runs, had four RBIs, and a home run in their 11-6 loss uh, to Houston. And, and that home run seemed like a gift. I'm sure you've seen the video of Zach Granke appearing to call his pitch uh, though Greinke, uh denied that. He said he was signaling uh, his catcher about uh, changing their sign sequence, which is a reasonable explanation, I suppose. Uh, but, I mean, who, who really wants to admit that, yes, you told the batter what was coming and he crushed it out of the yard. Uh, and, and the horse kind of had left the barn on that story by the time Granky got around to addressing it. Um, because, you know, once it gets out on the Internet and makes the rounds, Uh, You know, Granky is trying to put toothpaste back in the tube there. Uh, Anyway, it was a tough season for Loreano. He hit 213, uh, and he was hitting three for 22 in the playoffs uh, before his contribution there in game uh, four uh, against Houston. Uh, Atlanta starting pitcher Kyle Wright went six innings, gave up three hits, two walks, no runs, struck out seven. Seven nothing clinching win against Miami. Uh, and Wright started rounding into form late in the year. His last two starts of the regular season were his best two starts, uh, and this performance was kind of consistent with those games. And so, uh, one of the questions I had uh, coming into the playoffs was whether the Braves had enough pitching, uh, particularly be in that number three spot, um, because I think you can look at Max Fried, and, uh, and you have high expectations there, naturally. Uh, you could look at Ian Anderson and think, well, he's a rookie, but you know there's certainly potential there, and he certainly lived up to it. Uh, but Who's going to fill that number three spot? And Kyle Wright uh, has done so and, and was effective uh, closing out the Miami Marlins. Uh, Yankees shortstop, Gleber Torres, was two for three, scored two runs, had two RBIs and a home run in their 5-1 win against Tampa Bay, uh, keeping the Yankees alive for game five. And, and it wasn't a great regular season for Torres, but in the playoffs, hitting 450 with a 13.43 OPS. Uh, it's a good thing when you have massive amounts of talent. It would be much easier to look at uh, a regular season from Gleiber-Torres and think, okay, he can snap out of this, right? You know Gleiber uh, can hit, and it turns out that he can't. Uh, it's much easier to look at that uh, and, as opposed to a player who struggles through that regular season, but you don't know, you don't have a track record uh, of production with them, why would you ever expect them to bounce back? And so at least in Gleiber's case, you expect to bounce back, and he's delivering. Uh An Atlanta shortstop, Dansby Swanson, was 2-for-3, scored a run, had two RBIs in their 7-0 win against Miami. And Swanson in a bit of a hot streak here. He's got a four-game hitting streak, and he's up to a 970 OPS in the playoffs. Um, You know, yet another uh, productive bat for the Braves. And final one is Dodgers pitcher Julio Urias went five innings in relief. Uh, Dustin May started, just went one inning uh, in the clincher there against San Diego and Urias in five innings. Uh, one hit, one walk, one run, which wasn't earned, uh, struck out six in that 12-3 win. That now gives Urias eight shutout innings in the playoffs. Uh, he's given up more than two runs once in his past eight appearances going back to the regular season. So uh, the, the lap of luxury that the Dodgers live in is that they can pull uh, Urias out of the bullpen uh, and have him go lights out uh, to, to put away the Padres. So now we can move on to the one game on the schedule for Friday, and it's the Yankees and Rays. Garrett Cole on the mound uh, for the Yankees, minus 155 uh, against the Rays and Tyler Glasnow. Both are great, and both can be overpowering, but it's probably easier to trust Cole, uh, given his track record in last year's playoffs and his two quality starts in this year's playoffs. Uh, Cole has 21 strikeouts in 13 innings in this year's postseason, uh, and for his part, Glasnow has 18 strikeouts in 11 innings in his two postseason starts. Uh, but he's been touched up a little bit more both this season and going back to his appearances in last year's playoffs too. Uh, so should be a good game. It's been a competitive series. Uh, given the choice, uh, I like Cole in part because he's backed by the Yankees lineup, which is uh, should be more formidable than the Rays lineup. But uh, the, their seasons rest on what happens in uh, this one game five on Friday. So that'll do it for this week. I'll be back Monday as we move into the League Championship Series. I'll have stats and notes and break things down every day as well. Find us, subscribe, and rate us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That wraps up this edition of Locked on Fantasy Baseball. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked on Baseball. Stay safe, enjoy the playoffs, stay locked in with Locked on Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis.